Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. Even amidst economic challenges, Wisconsin does it again. The Badger State has set another record for food, forestry, and agricultural product exports in 2022. This is a 7% jump from the previous record in 2021. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report, here with Mark Rota-Reyes. He's the director of the International Agribusiness Center at the Department of Agriculture, Trade, and Consumer Protection. Mark, we often talk about what's wrong when it comes to exporting goods. Like in 2022, we saw supply chain issues, labor shortages, inflation, and even war. But tell us what went right, that we were able to reach another record export year for agriculture. And you're right. If, if you look at all the challenges that over the last, actually, few years, you know, with COVID and everything else, the fact that last year it was a 17% increase, and this year going to $4.22 billion is a 7% increase. With all those headwinds, you would wonder why. And I think that uh, demand is one of the main reasons why, even though we had those challenges, uh, prices had gone up for shipping, uh, people were uh, making less money, uh, both on the importer side and the folks uh, shipping it on our side, because those costs were higher. Uh, but people still needed food. They still needed the food products and all the ingredients that go into them, all the things that we make and process in Wisconsin, grow and process. That was the major reason why I think we were able to continue to grow. And in fact, overall, the U.S. in agricultural exports, those were also up 10%, in fact, across all those products. So you think about soybeans, corn, a lot of those you know major commodities, as well as the processed products. So all of that need was around the world. And there was also some challenge in some of the markets, droughts in some markets and, and challenges in um, having product available. Of course, the conflict in Ukraine. Um, also uh, reduces the amount of, of some of those agricultural products globally. So those those all mix together in order to push the demand to the point where we were able to sell more. Now, as you notice, from 2021 to 2022, the rate of growth dropped. So 17% down to 7%, but still we hit a record. So $4.22 billion. And our data goes back to 1996, and that's the highest ever. And we're pretty sure that's a that's an all-time record uh, high in terms of agricultural exports out of Wisconsin. But how does Wisconsin compare to other states? Where are we in the ranks, especially, you know, even just compared to our neighbors? We're about 12th in the nation. Actually, we rank 12th um, in the entire U.S. And that's compared, if you look at our size of the state, the, the population, our GDP, all of those are in the 20th, um, you know, low 20s, 20, 21, 22, 23 rankings. Uh, and we're 12th in agricultural exports. Um, so we're, we're actually quite strong, punch above their weight, as the saying goes. And as we look at our neighbors, so some of the states that are around us, you look at Illinois, uh, Minnesota, Indiana, Ohio, I mean, they're, they've got some large agricultural product exports as well. And we're, we're close to them. We're all sort of around the same range uh, in those rankings uh, throughout the Midwest here. So what's been giving Wisconsin the edge? What products were driving our record exports for 2022? We look at products, uh, and that's all part of the Wisconsin Initiative for Agricultural Export and all the work uh, and the funding that that helps to support companies in in doing their export growth, uh, entry in new markets, expansion in new markets. 
we look at three major product groups, and that's dairy, meat, and crop. And in the dairy group, that includes uh, cheese and curd, of course, and whey, as well as milk proteins and some lactose, some of those food ingredients. Dairy led the, led the pack in terms of uh, percentage um, growth. They were 32% almost, 31.9% um, over last year. So a very strong year for all those dairy products. And in fact, normally it's cheese is the largest in that, that group of products. Whey inched a little bit above cheese and curd. And that's interesting because it takes you know way more pounds of whey uh, to equal uh, the same amount of dollars as cheese. Uh, the price for cheese is, of course, much higher than than whey products. But a lot of that goes into to feed, for example, for animals. So that's an important important product globally and, and a major export for us. But also good for us because you know a few years past, whey was just a waste product that people were trying to actually pay money for to get get rid of. But it, it's now a valuable export, and that's in. All of our top markets, so Canada, China, Korea, Mexico, and Japan, those were our top five. All of those markets were up in double digits, and Mexico was up nearly 85%. Certainly, the dairy uh, processors, the, the, the dairy producers are, should be very proud of that. That was a lot of work to, to do and, and a lot of headwinds to face because those refrigerated containers, those were quite expensive. So good news on the dairy front when it comes to Wisconsin's egg exports. What about that second group you talked about, Mark? Meat. This year, they're actually down at the end of 2022, so they're down about 2%. But still, that, that's a strong number, still above the overall 10-year average if we look at it, but a couple of areas. And meat products includes not only sausages and meat cuts, beef, uh, some pork in those products, but also genetics. So the dairy semen for uh, production of dairy cows, the embryos, the livestock, but also mink. And most of those markets of those top five, and again, Canada, China, Korea, Japan are, are the top four, then Finland actually comes in at number five purely because of mink. That's the major export uh, to that market from Wisconsin, and those get sold onward then around the world to garment producers. Finland's up 92%, so quite a good year for them. They've had some difficult years over the last few because of some tariffs in China and decreasing demand. Those are discretionary products, so some of those luxury goods did not move as well during COVID. But Japan, down 20%, and that's largely because of the U.S.-Japan the uh, exchange rate and the fact that the dollar is expensive for Japanese and meats. Uh, for Japan, uh, are a bit more discretionary purchase, so there's less of the, that purchase in this year. But also Canada, our major market for meat products, they were down about 3%. China was actually up, interestingly, because overall China is down uh, with us. But at least in this category of meat, but also in milk, China was up. And then the third category, Mark, that you wanted to touch on was crops. What did we see there? And this is where uh, some of that drop in China comes in. So crop products are all those things that come from plants. And that's the obvious things like corn and soybeans, some of those grain products, milled grain products, cereals, but also food preparations, especially sauces, for example, prepared cereals and prepared vegetables, and also beverages. And in that category, ethanol, a product from corn, it's not so much for people drinking ethanol, it's cars. It's a beverage for cars, I guess. And that product is, is a major export uh, for us. Actually, we, we ship quite a bit of ethanol to Canada. So all of those crop products that category overall, and it's the largest of the, of the three because there's just so many items in it, that's up 5%. Most of the markets um, are pretty strong in that. Canada up nearly 20%, but China was down 
34%, and that was largely due to soybean exports to that market. Nearly $84 million less than soybeans were exported in 2021 than the year before. So that's a challenge. And some of that, I think, has to do with COVID lockdowns in China and the effect on their economy because of that, but also just the ongoing trade tensions that we have with them. We do have a number of, of retaliatory tariffs that are still in place, been in place since 2016, 2017. So that market uh, continues to be a challenge for us. If we look at our primary export locations overall, you mentioned, yeah, Canada, China, Mexico, Korea, and Japan. But are there any emerging export markets that maybe at that six or seven spot that may become one of our top five for Wisconsin? Oh, sure. So if, if we take a look at uh, several markets, um, like in the Middle East, we've got Dubai, we've got Kuwait, we've got uh, Saudi Arabia. So that, that G, those GCC markets, that uh, Gulf uh, Cooperation Community market, um, those markets pose some great opportunities for us, both in, in growth over time, as well as in the types of products that they would be buying from us. I think in, in Asia as well, we're looking at, at Vietnam. Um, we've got uh, two people, for example, right now that are going to a trade show, uh, helping uh, Wisconsin companies exhibit in Bangkok, Thailand. Now that's in the south, it's for the Southeast Asia region, but Thailand, Vietnam, those parts of Southeast Asia, we've got uh, Australia, New Zealand, and then in Latin America, Mexico, of course, uh, number two, uh, number three market. They have been our number two for, for several years prior. But as we look at, at other markets uh, throughout the Americas uh, into Colombia and Chile and into Brazil, it's a complicated market to ship into, but quite large. So a number of those areas are also points on the globe where we're looking to help to push those. What's been projected for 2023? Are we set to break another record or headwinds going to catch up to us? course, we don't know for sure. We're, we believe that, that we're optimistic that it'll be a good year. Not sure. Another uh, record year, we'll see. The USDA does trade outlook, agricultural trade outlook. Now, that's for exports and imports. Their basket of products they look at does not include wood products and some of the processed products, these ingredients, these proteins and things that, that we measure. But that, that whole group of products, they're, they're actually projecting 2023, at least at this point, to be down about 3%. So uh, rolling into next year, those headwinds are going to catch up to us, as you, as you stated, uh, somewhat just because of inflation in several other markets. Uh, the dollar is still quite strong, so our products are more expensive uh, relative to others. And then still some of those uh, logistics challenges, of course, you don't know what's uh, going to happen with the conflict in Ukraine and as well, COVID. It seems to be somewhat under control, but everyone's uh, nervous about how the future looks and the impact on the economies because of that. So all those things are built up to be those headwinds to push against us. But as we talk to companies, they're optimistic that it won't be a you know, huge uh, percentage growth, but we should be able to do better than than 2022. Mark Rota Reyes along with us, the director of the International Agribusiness Center at the Department of Agriculture, Trade and Consumer Protection, walking us through some of those details of Wisconsin's new ag export record for 2022. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.